Hello, and welcome to Spoonful of Sugar, where we use Disney movies to have meaningful conversations. I'm Victoria. I'm Austin. And today we're using Mulan to talk about identity. So this episode mm-hmm. is going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. We have our second ever special guest mm-hmm. with us today. Uh, my best friend since first grade, Izzy. <laughs> Hooray! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm bowing. I'm bowing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should be like a reverb. Like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hello to all. Thank you so much for letting me be here. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's so wild. Oh Wow! I'm you finally made it. I'm honored. I've been I've been waiting on the call. You've peaked. <laughs> the thing is, when is my, are we going to be able to my, make it to this when episode? My agent, That's the when my agent called me and said that I got on the show, I, I lost it, guys. Lost yeah, it. I started we, crying. I called my mom. I mean, after literally a year of us of us of like you like uh, calling us and texting us and us repeatedly being like, no, don't call us. We'll call you. For after a year of that, we finally called you. <laughs> I'm just, gonna, Amazing. I'm just gonna be here for a minute. What just, a story. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be on the show, I you just have it. to wear us down. <laughs> just kidding. We definitely wanted Izzy to be on the show. Yes. So welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I love I love the two of you so much. Yeah. You're my favorite humans. We love you. We love you too. That's so sweet. <laughs> uh do you want to before we get going, do you wanna like just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm 30 years old. Uh, my name is Izzy, and I'm a I'm a out transgender woman, um, and have been for just a year, so not not super long in the life of of a queer trans woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do lots of art and design, and um, and is very good at it. Thank you, thank yeah. you. <laughs> and I'm I'm hoping to work on some upcoming video work. So that's just what I do a little bit about me. So like, if I'm talking about Disney movies. I'm probably going to talk a little bit about the visual effects and aesthetics just because that's that's my jam. We yeah. love it. That's a new perspective. So for yeah, sure, yeah. We, we don't really get into that a whole lot. Mm-mm. So I'll be good, yeah. for sure. Cool. Yay. All right. Do we want to start with haikus? Let's start with haikus. Yeah. Um, we're going to have Izzy go last one because, well, I, you know, you are the guest. You would think we'd let you go first, but I can already tell you, <laughs> Izzy, along with being a great graphic artist, is also actually a really great poet. And I just know that Izzy's going to be the best, oh. so I think we should get ours oh, done pressure. first. Good call. Such pressure. Good. You, you didn't have to say that. Well, I did, and it's too late. <laughs> now, now I'm just like my my heart's just. Um, my I'm gonna I'm gonna go first only because um my mine's just sort of like goofy. Yeah. Okay. Go. Okay. Milan goes to war. Avalanches Hun army, and half her platoon? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true because they all disappear. After I know that. there's like a whole platoon of people, except for like and then six of like them. Like five of them are hiding behind the rock after she got yeah. the avalanche, yeah, which like, I think that's just like a like a budget thing, you know? Right. Yeah. For like, well, also just to like really hone in on the characters, mm-hmm. and I think it was intended to like really like be like, yeah, it's just like the six of them. Now. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's whole hunt or, army. Or however many there were. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dark. It's just, it's interesting. Cause I don't, it. I think I, I couldn't remember, but I feel like even that, like that really snivelly guy who's like, uh, always, um, like writing reviews or write-ups of the yeah. captain. I don't think he's in that little group. I yeah. He, he he I think went ahead to the emperor though. Oh, maybe that was Well, it. no, he's, cause he's there whenever she's revealed. Or maybe, maybe I guess you could say that she or maybe that they, he came back. Some of them just like were not with them, at right? Because the then the doctor also shows Guys, up. So maybe yes. I think we're going to need to reevaluate this. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll, we'll okay. get to this later. Anywho. Anyway, <laughs> your haiku sparked a whole conversation. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. all right, we're going to have to come back around to it. My yeah. turn. Okay. Victoria. Clumsy, quirky, smart, searching for her reflection. Hero of China. That one deserves snaps. Thank you. Oh, I didn't give you snaps. I'm sorry. But thank you for my snaps. <laughs> I was just I, so concerned. You know what? I, yeah, you know, that's, my, my mind sparked a whole thing. So that's, I, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I had a feeling that you would say Hero of China, just like. Really? Yeah, just because that's like so you're, you're like into heroines and stuff. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why I went with this one, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> hey, <laughs> something. Good thing gang signs don't translate. <laughs> exactly, this audio medium. We did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have seen Victoria just gave me the finger. Oh. <laughs> So mean. She's now I can't yeah. breathe. And, that, and now, now she's spitting on Izzy. <laughs> she's so mean. This turned really me ugly. A bad rap. We're not even like five minutes into this podcast, and you're always spitting That's on our guest intentionally. This is why we were very limited in who we can. Bring <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one else wanted to come on. <laughs> it wasn't and, and us I'm, not reaching out I'm to I'm Izzy. So honored. It was us repeatedly and yeah. Izzy saying, "I don't know if I want Victoria to spit on me for an hour." Yeah. <laughs> okay, Izzy. Haiku. Okay, haiku time. Yes. The cherry blossom sacrifices thoughtless rules to save the wilted. Thank you for listening to Spoonful of Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Join us next time as we use. Anyway. That was really good. Yeah, that was excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just like. Mulan's the cherry blossom, and like yeah. she sacrifices what her expectations of of mm-hmm. her world because mm-hmm. she is she feels like she must do so in order to save the right. wilted her father. I love that. That's Excellent. so good. That's so yeah. good. That was great. <laughs> what I tell you, <laughs> you were a hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy stemming over here. Happy stemming. Happy stemming. Um, okay. Uh, would you like to lead us into relationship with the movie? Yes. Okay. So our relationship to, or relationships mm-hmm. to the movie. Izzy, do you want to go first? What is your relationship to Mulan? Like when did you first see it? When I first see it, I saw it when it first came out. Um, I was very big fan of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Very big fan of Eddie Murphy. And that was kind of the most that I thought about it, I guess, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it now for different reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it has changed in my relationship with it just because of like how it is used in the trans community for like mm. idea like just like finding your own identification out of mm. for most mostly for trans men mm. so mm-hmm. yeah. interesting yeah. yeah i'm excited to hear more about that your perspective yeah. on that yeah for sure yeah cool all right austin uh kind of <laughs> similar uh i remember i think the first time i saw it was in my kindergarten class like mm. during like our our nap time mm-hmm. and I don't. I didn't remember a lot from it, but the thing that stuck with me the most because we quoted it all the time in our class afterwards was when Eddie Murphy says, "Let's go kick some honey buns." Like we quoted that all the time, and like Mulan was the one that we owned, and so I didn't really see it a lot until I got older, mm-hmm. and it was on. Uh, I mean, obviously Disney Plus is very recent, but when it came on like Netflix or even youtube like how i watched most movies back then right. was like through youtube so so i didn't see a lot growing up but you know since it's like one of your favorites i've definitely seen it yeah. a lot more times in the past <laughs> year or two Oops. and uh and i mean yeah but i love it though it's great mm-hmm. it's um it's one that just feels good and i i always enjoy it when i watch it so i don't mind that it's on all the time for okay. sure yeah cool um my relationship to the movie i I don't have a recollection of like when I first watched it. I know that we owned it on VHS. Um, and I know it sounds a little cheesy, but just Mulan has just always been there. Like I've always sure. loved this movie. Um, and like you said, like I put it on all the time cause it's like a very easy comfort movie for me. Um, I don't know. Mushu's one of my favorites. I love the aesthetics of like I know. the snowy mountaintops and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the smoke in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The fireworks. Mm-hmm. All of it. Mm-hmm. It's good, good aesthetics. Yes, mm-hmm. very true. Like yeah. good, like scenes of like China, mm-hmm. like landscapes and stuff. That's true. Just yeah, they have like the Great Wall, right? They have the That's, Great Wall. Um, they have some like farmlands, mm-hmm. some marshes and stuff, and just like yeah, beautiful views and valleys. Mm-hmm. I love the cherry blossoms too. Yeah, like, those are so great. Yeah. Um, and then of course there was the Christina Aguilera version of Reflection. And Ooh. that was a bop in my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I totally and, missed that. Oh my gosh. Of what song? Yeah, what song? of Reflection. Christina Aguilera does that. Wow. And I Ooh. think they play it in the credits at some point. I think after, so. After True to Your Heart. I have yeah. got to hear it. Oh, it's, 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 it's so good. Stop. It's awesome. I no, always think, so I'm like, oh yeah, Christina Aguilera sings the original. 
I don't know who sings the original. And it's longer, too. The, the, Beautiful the, version. It's not very long. I don't know who the actress does. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know Did that. Do you know what she's in right now? No. She's in The Book of Boba Fett. Oh, is that she, her? The main girl in Book of Boba Fett is the voice of Mulan. I did not really? know that. Yeah. Okay, well, shout out to her, because you would think I'd know who she is, and I've watched this movie a million yeah. times, but that's so cool. That's awesome. That's I, didn't, I didn't know that. And I yeah, didn't know that cool. she was the singer. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was really struck this time watching it. There's not a lot of songs in this movie. Uh-huh. Like, there, I think there's four, really. They like, are all... But they're all... Bops. They're all bangers. Oh, like so the last song, good. it's just so yes. wild to me, and I didn't even notice it till this time. And I've seen this movie several times, but the last song of the movie is a girl worth fighting for, and then they don't sing again. Yeah, <gasps> and it ends there's in a, such a sharp There's a brief way. reprise of "Make a Man Out of You," but it's like a chorus, oh, and it's yeah. like so short. Oh yeah, also, like during the, like the um, when they're like scaling the. They're, they're yeah they're they're actually like oh. infiltrating the the um yes the parade mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we um, another fun memory that I have with this movie is uh, in AP high class. school we had an AP World History class, and our professor, I'm pretty their teacher, I'm pretty sure looking back on it, it's probably because he didn't want to teach that week or whatever it was. I can tell you it's definitely but, <laughs> but we watched Mulan for a few days in class um, to learn. We were talking about like the Huns in China or something like that. Yeah. Like those were real people, and so. He gave us one rule. Mind you, we are art school kids. And he said, you are not allowed to sing. <laughs> and we were like, and I just picture my friend. And I don't know if he's listening or not. I doubt Seating. it. But my friend Tim was like. <laughs> big, big. Trying so hard not eyes. to sing. Oh, gosh. Yes. And he's like. I don't know if I can do that. He'd like whisper every now and then the lyrics. And that's just a fun memory oh, with the movie. But and I had songs the exact, are fantastic. As a teacher, I had the exact opposite experience when I tried when I showed it to my kids on a day I didn't want to teach. But I, I taught world history, so I was like, I can get away with it. And um, like after that first song, the You'll Bring Honor to Us All, mm-hmm. that song, like. Like a couple of them, like side went like, oh, thank God, like thank God that's over. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of awkward sixth graders. That's, oh, the, the um, sixth graders bring are so all songs. Yeah. yeah. Of all of them, that's probably my least favorite. But they are well, it, all amazing songs. It is meant to give some bit of annoyance, though. Mm, that's so. true. That's true. Like, yeah, yeah, very like so tight. Christine and like mm. she's she she is not fitting in and it's so hard for her yes which that is a fantastic segue into talking about our theme today yes (laughs) it is (laughs) okay so we're talking about identity where do we see that theme in the movie izzy the entire movie (laughs) the whole thing the whole thing is all uh is definitely a part of the thing because yeah. from the moment you meet Mulan, you get a sense of who she is, mm-hmm. what kind of person she is. Mm-hmm. And that is like the plot of the story is that like we're watching this woman actually become a man mm-hmm. to save her father mm-hmm. and ends up saving an entire nation mm-hmm. just from breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. And finding who she is, mm-hmm. like you see that her spirit mm-hmm. is fully recognized whenever she, um, this is, this is the part that like, like blows my mind about, um, how it's, it is more of like a, a trans story mm-hmm. is that she goes to, into the army to save her father, mm-hmm. achieves that and could have backed out, mm-hmm. but that's, doesn't. That's true. Because she, her identity thrived in this setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he tells her, like, pack up your things. I am done dealing with you. You can't You can't make it. Mm-hmm. I can't make a man out of you. Mm-hmm. And that is her opportunity to go home. Yeah. And her father is safe. Wow, that's so true. Everything yeah. everything goes, goes according to plan. But mm-hmm. she, something in her says, this, I actually can do this. Mm-hmm. This is actually something that I want to do. Yeah. And I feel like I need to do just because I can. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. Wow. Hey, I got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Yeah. I never thought about that, but as you're totally right. Like, 
the whole thing, the whole reason she did it was just so her father didn't have to fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she literally could have just been like, okay, well, I can go home because that mission's done. Yeah. Like, that's safe. My yeah, dad will stay he, safe. He doesn't want me here. I'm, I'm be- the army will be better off without me. Mm-hmm. I can, All I can, sur- I can live. I can go back to my family alive. Yeah. Definitely be alive. My, my dad will be alive. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's all good. All yep. win scenario. Mm-hmm. Huh. But, that's but not she what found she herself. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like yeah, that's that. that's wild. Mm. Um, so like the main ways that I kind of thought about identity in it was how identity... There's like all these identities that are placed on the characters. Like the lucky cricket is like the first thing. And the only reason why he's lucky is because people call him lucky they say that this is a lucky cricket mm. um that's his identity that's his identity he's mm-hmm. a lucky cricket mm-hmm. um mushu he, he his identity isn't being a guardian mm-hmm. but the other ancestors don't yeah he's just give like, him that. he's just the gong boy he's the know? gong boy the gong dragon he's the only one that like his only job is just to wake everybody up mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. 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 uh and that's his identity um you've got like the three Friends, uh, I don't, I don't really know their names. Um, I, um Ling. It's okay. They're really Poe and Yao, King of the. Yeah, Ra- Yao. Oh that's God, right. You got that's it. how but I think of it every time. So it's it's, it's I'm Chen Poe. Po. Oh, Chen Poe. That's they're right. Just yeah. so misogynistic, and so I was like, <laughs> you know what? It's okay if we lose their names. Yeah, I love them. They're yeah. ridiculous, and it's uh, so yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, they uh, like, but like the three of them, like you have. Like, Poe's Poe's my favorite. Oh, Poe's so good. But you have like I think especially with like Ling and Yao, like Ling definitely leans in on his like oh he's the funny guy, so he leans in on his humor. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I imagine you know that's like a form of self identity for him. Mm -hmm. And then you have Yao, who is king of the rock, and he's like the (laughs) toughest guy, and um, he's gonna do it with his shirt on, like (laughs) like like so his identity is in that, Mm -hmm. Um, and just sort of like I guess like a lot of the identity that I saw in it was a lot of the more superficial yeah. mm-hmm. identity. Do you want to keep going on that? Sure. Yeah, uh, his mm-hmm. identity is in his father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is trying to live up to that. So right. if we're talking about who's going to find their identities in this movie, you would say, you would say Mulan for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the cricket. Mm-hmm. Also uh, Mushu. Yeah. Just echoing everything you guys said. But I like... I think what stuck with me the most about each of them and their identity is that, like, in some way, especially Mulan, Li, Shang, and Mushu, mm-hmm. they're each, like, trying to prove themselves mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. way, and they're trying to, like, prove their identity um, or, like, find their identity through what other people see of them. Um, and as someone who, like, a Enneagram 2, for all my fellow Enneagrammers out there, I'm very much someone that, like finds my identity and what I do in my work. And so that yeah. was like the main thing that stuck with me is like, oh, Lee is like Captain Lee Shang, China's finest troops. And like Mushu's like Mushu spends the whole dang movie trying to prove that he is capable of being like a guardian dragon. And Mulan tries to find not really find it in she tries to fit the identity that was like almost prescribed to her. Of like, I'm going to go to the matchmaker and do this and be this. But like, you also see these glimpses of like, she's this, she's a little clumsy. She plays chess for a second. Like, she's super smart. And then that also really comes to light at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, in the middle, really. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, but even like that part where she gets exposed um, and they're like, oh, a woman. Um, I think one of the things I wrote down was like, even as a man, she still was like, there's a part of her that was still pretending to be someone that she's not. Like, she found, like, I think she says it at some she point. She wasn't pretending, in my opinion. Well, in the sense, in in the literal sense of her pretending to be a man, is what I mean. Like, she still had her, like, the personality traits and things. That was her original intention, I would say. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, That's her what I mean. original intention was to yes. hide, but... When she made that choice, I feel like that at that point, from that point on, she mm-hmm. wasn't hiding anymore. She was just being mm-hmm. herself. Yeah, for sure. I think it, I like how at the end, in the way that their society is structured, like women are supposed to be X, Y, Z. And so at the end, she is able to, like, she's been herself the whole movie, or not the whole movie, but from that part you're talking about. But like, 
at the end, she can look like a woman and then still be this super smart, problem-solving right. hero of China. Yeah. Warrior, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it really came, like, yeah. was budding throughout the whole thing. Gosh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I want to talk about it more um, when mm-hmm. I get to the personal stuff, but, like, just, like, mm-hmm. the whole, like, transition of, like, this expectation of being a woman mm-hmm. and then the whole, re- like, the whole be a man mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. is like is like such a weird theme it's it's like so direct yes and that mm-hmm. they're telling mulan be a man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she does mm-hmm. and she's good at it mm-hmm. like she mm-hmm. thrives in it it's mm-hmm. her authentic self mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was it was interesting when we like were talking about doing this podcast on identity and i was like there's literally a song to be a man yeah <laughs> yeah you must yeah. be you know strength of a coursing river all of that yeah. and i'm like wow that's Mysterious on the nose as the dark, dark side of the right like yeah. you have to be these things oh, yeah. and like <laughs> i've watched this how many times and i've never thought about how pointed that was in mm-hmm. what it's telling right. them to be yeah. so yeah yeah but anyway, any thoughts no i mean not so much i'm so, i'm still kind of like processing a lot of like what is already like just been said and like you were talking about like you know how she is presenting this way and like all these characters are presenting a mm-hmm. certain way to a crowd of people mm-hmm. but that that scene where she climbs up that pole to get the arrow it's just her mm-hmm. she's not doing it for anybody mm-hmm. except at least that we see except that she just she wants to do it she's like i think yeah, i can get that arrow it's yep. her. And I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. And then yeah. she just like happens to get it whenever like it's morning and everybody's coming out of their tents. But even if she didn't, like even if she got it like earlier, I don't think it would have it wouldn't have mattered. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I still I got it. And that's and what she knew she could do it. And that's and I did it. Mm-hmm. And then she probably climbed down. I mean, I don't know if she would have stayed up there the whole night, probably not. Yeah, she might I think that the fact that it was witnessed was like kind of destiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she could have just as well like got it gotten it like 10 minutes before everybody woke up. Mm-hmm. threw it down and been like I well, I better get out of here before people see me mm-hmm. right because she was playing with death the whole movie because what she was doing was punishable by death they mm-hmm. have a whole scene about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about how this is like we should kill her mm-hmm. because of what she's done mm-hmm. that like I don't know if it was me I would have just so much fear and if i knew that i could do this thing mm-hmm. i would try to do it before anybody witnessed me mm-hmm. but because they did she was given an opportunity to move on farther into that authentic on the authenticity and mm-hmm. to to be that person the first person mm-hmm. that got the arrow down from the pole mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um I, I think one other thought that i have is like and it's just it's so like wild how this movie came out in 98 but like a big part of the story like literally shows just how like malleable gender and identity mm-hmm. can be like literally it's mm-hmm. like they find out that she has breasts and mm-hmm. then they're like oh she's a woman mm-hmm. and then it just it totally changes at least like in their eyes she's a woman it changes, and it, everything. it changes it changes like their whole yeah. perception of her like instantly because right. a minute ago he's just a man like that he's just saved another, Lee's it's life. Ping, you know, Ping, Ping. Mm-hmm. He's like saved like most of our lives. Mm-hmm. We would probably be dead if it weren't for Ping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. And then the <laughs> yeah. second, it's like it oh happens. Mulan, and then the, it's, like, it's like it's like it's all gone. Yeah. Boobs. It's like oh that means something can tell us entirely about <laughs> everything in my reality with them. Right. Yeah. It's like no. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. No, it's the same like. He was being himself. Mm-hmm. Also, we don't have to linger on this for too long. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, there's always the, maybe the possibility that maybe uh, General Shang, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe he was a little upset that, you know, maybe he was like kind of in the ping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shang's like, am I gay? Has to do, Shang's he, having some questions. He has to do a whole thing. <laughs> right. He has to do a whole thing yeah. for a little bit. And that's why he's really standoffish is because he's like, I think I'm gay. It's a look confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, no. Okay, so 
where do we see the theme of identity in the world? Big topic. It always is. Always is. The world is a just big place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this is, I mean, I'll, I'll just go. Mine's not going to be very long. Um, uh, I'm going to bring up education again. Uh, I think, like, when, like, whenever I was learning to become a teacher in, in college, uh, there was just sort of like this idea, and like I kind of had this too. I mean, I definitely had it, and like a lot of my peers had it as well. Of you know, when you become an educator, it becomes like your whole identity, and it becomes your life. And the whole idea that you know you burn so that others can see is essentially like the metaphor that gets like thrown around, and that you're going to be taking your work home with you every night and it's going to be all part of who you are but you know what it's so worth it because you are molding future generations you are making an impact your work matters so it's going to be hard but it's so worth it it's so worth it and i just do not think that anymore like I, I, there was like a, a period where i definitely felt guilt like well this isn't my full i don't identify teaching is a job to me like it's not a part of my identity mm-hmm. at all and so that kind of felt like I was like a lazy teacher or like not good at it mm-hmm. or just didn't care enough. But I'm definitely at a place now where I'm like, no, teaching is my job. It's what I do. I do. I, I'm, I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. I do it. And then I go home and I don't think about it. Sometimes, sometimes I have to take work home and that's just because that's the nature of it. But it is not a conscious effort. It's not because of like a pride thing of like, oh, I'm going to do all this work on the weekend. It's because, no, I literally have to. So I'm gonna, but right. I'm not gonna like it. I think just like, just sort of like the general education world of like how this expectation of like, you know, it's like your life and it's it's what, you know, you just, you totally dive into mm-hmm. it. And I think that's like kind of the case in a lot of workplace is too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is kind of expected to be like a huge part of your identity. Uh, and it's just not, it's a job. Uh, I mean, I'm it's not- It's just impossible. It's impossible. And it's not, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I, it's not sustainable at least- for me or for a lot of people. I think for a I, lot of human beings, I would say. And I think as like mm-hmm. and like just sort of think more of like in a big picture world scope, I think that a lot of people now are realizing that and are realizing that you no know, me diving into my work is actually not is not going to lead to a happy life for me. Mm-hmm. Is not going to It's not going to let you do your job. No. Right. Cuz your yeah. health will be too low. Right. For you to meet the expectations that are set upon you and even still mm-hmm. just just with the the world it, where it is right now with teachers it still is impossible mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so and, and like with teachers or whether that be like nursing or whether that be you know whether that be even like you know baristas mm-hmm. um like at a, at a coffee shop it, it's like when you're when you're a thing i've been a barista yeah it's <laughs> like when you're a barista or like uh, customer service, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you are the customer service person. You are yeah. the barista person. So you are now this this. That's your identity. Identity that mm-hmm. I can then that you can kind of like dehumanize and mm-hmm. sort of distance a little bit because oh, you are this person. This is my relation to you, and mm-hmm. so you kind of it's kind of an easy way to it's sort like, of. It's like how people treat people on the road. It's like yeah, road rage right? is like you're not mm-hmm. even a person. You're just like an annoyance. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Or like when we meet people, like I think as a culture we're kind of moving away from it or a lot of people are trying to move away from it but like when you meet someone you're like oh, okay so what do you do what do you do like yeah. it's like the very first thing we like ask to identify someone, someone. Mm-hmm. um and I, you know i guess to even take back to the movie a little bit like those superficial forms of identity like mm-hmm. whether that's yao or, or ling like these very superficial ways to identify yourself that really are don't say anything about you mm-hmm. but it's like a way to kind of ground yourself and in a way you're kind of dehumanizing yourself a little bit because you're like oh this is I'm a, I am a captain. I am the tough guy. I am a teacher. Like those are all like, not saying those aren't important, but those are not like who a person is, but then to like attach yourself to it is like kind of making you smaller in a way, you know, Mm -hmm. and not really kind of, you're not kind of like not acknowledging your full humanity. If that's like what you fully lean on. Mm -hmm. That's some personal stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's like for everybody, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, Um, Oh, go ahead. I'll, I I have a lot to say, so you, okay. you can go first. Okay, <laughs> I don't have a ton, and just kind of to back up, back, bounce, bounce, just kind of to back, bounce back off the backboard. Alley oop. Um, just to kind of bounce off of that. Um, I know one thing I wrote. Um, and 
we talk about her a lot, but Brene Brown, um, she talks <laughs> a lot about living. She just oh, has so many Brene, good things to say. Is it the Brene say. hour? It's the Brene hour. What, what does Brene say? <laughs> what does Brene say? Um, <laughs> she talks a lot about living from a place of worthiness. And right now I'm reading through The Gifts of Imperfection with a friend of mine. And that whole idea about living from a place of worthiness so that we know who we are uh-huh. and know that we are worthy of love and dignity just because we're human, not because we're a hot shot at work or right. we're super strong or whatever it is. Um, knowing who we are rather than letting someone else decide that for us. Um, and I feel like in our world, we are really looking for people to tell us who we are yeah. <laughs> to give us our identity and like Mushu, like one quote that he says was like, I was this close to impressing the ancestors. Like, like I said earlier, like that's his whole goal. Yeah. And Mulan says like, maybe I wanted to prove that I could do things right. So that when I look in the mirror, I see something worthwhile. Like I wanted to be seen as this good thing so that I know that I'm worthy or like Lee wants to, Lee Shang wants to be like, you know, the best captain. Um, and it's all about, not all about, but like, a big lens is how other people see me defines my identity. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big thing I know for me, but again, for our society as a whole, um, just looking for other people to define us. Right. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. not bad. It's not a bad thing to want to like, you know, yeah. maybe come look a certain way to, to be like at all, but it's, no. you know, um, especially like in ways of like status mm-hmm. or professional wise like mm-hmm. you know it's not like that's not inherently a bad thing right but you know if it does become i am worthless if. without mm-hmm. any of that mm-hmm. then you know that's when you need to read some Brene. yes <laughs> highly recommend <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's my main thought yeah um i want to go a little bit literal with how we literally see this movie in the world mm. um just to start off I'll, I'll give this quote that i read when it's like kind of thinking about the history of the Mulan story, mm. um, how this is not the first time it's just like consumed differently, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the current like audience. Mm. And so, um, this is just like a quote from Constance Grady in Vox from the very first Mulan story in the sixth century. Every time Mulan seems to be breaking the rules and a rebellious middle finger to the status quo. Mm. Mm. And, uh, I think that, that, that especially is prevalent with mm-hmm. transgender today because it's it's like it's it's moving to the spotlight mm-hmm. um it's not quite there yet with lgbt um movement we're like we're there but also um a lot of the identity that people associate with queerness is like lesbian gay bisexual mm-hmm. and those are the first three mm-hmm. of the lgbt um mm-hmm. qia like or or plus mm-hmm. um community it's almost hysterical how literal it is. Like mm. the whole song with reflection mm. of like, when will the, my reflection show who I am? Mm-hmm. That is such a, like a, a queer yeah. um, gender queer thing mm-hmm. that mm. so many people experience. Mm. Mm. I experience it where like, sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, that's not me. Mm. That's not who I am. Mm. When mm-hmm. am I going to feel like that when I look in the mirror? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that is a little bit personal, but that's not a unique experience for mm-hmm. a trans person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like this whole like breaking of the status quo, which like is mentioned in that quote, she goes to be a man and, uh, is accepted for a while um, when people don't know. That's like mm-hmm. a whole thing with trans people now is like some people can like pass. That's like a goal of, of a lot of trans people is to pass so that way they can be unbothered mm-hmm. as they just live their lives as a normal person. Mm-hmm. And that is Mulan for a while until they discover, oh, mm-hmm. actually in their minds, mm-hmm. actually a woman. Mm-hmm. So they like... And it's punishable by death in the movie. Mm-hmm. That is not like an uncommon like theme among trans people because there are people out there that like to enforce the rules by killing other trans people. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that that want a lot of laws to basically erase the identity of these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like yeah. so common. And the more the more that we gain like popularity or like um, awareness, the more dangerous it becomes for us because mm-hmm. 
were very common. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not and most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Mulans out there who are, are or actually there's a lot of Pings out there mm-hmm. who are trying to just be themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Like I know that like, you know, stating the pronouns, like my name's Austin, pronouns are he, him. Um, how a lot of times when people share their pronouns, it's people who are usually cis. Um, because mm-hmm. like for trans people to to state pronouns is like dangerous. It's a dangerous thing. So like if someone refuses to say their pronouns in a group, it it could be because they're trans, which is really odd. Mm-hmm. Because we're trying to promote like a safe environment too. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of those cases, as soon as they mention they're trans, everybody's going to treat them differently. Mm-hmm. Everybody, even if even if it's like better mm-hmm. like than like other places like there's some acceptance there mm-hmm. they're still going to treat them differently and some people mm-hmm. just can't handle that mm-hmm. like i can't handle that that's like too stressful of a social situation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and we're, we're kind of like tiptoeing around it with as far as like how it kind of relates to to us so i think we can kind of use that to, to transition into personal. personal stuff okay yeah Okay, so like as far as it identity goes into personal lives, um, like I'll I'll go first again just because mine will be pretty quick. Um, one thing I've been talking about in therapy a little bit is just how I, I'm I'm almost thirty, like I'll be twenty nine in a month, and as I'm getting older, a lot of things about myself are changing. And things that I put my identity in just is not uh, relevant to me anymore or is not pertain to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like just some examples. Um, I was like single for like a long time mm-hmm. and I'm happily not single now. <laughs> but that was sort of like I, I was single and I was very comfortable in my singleness like I didn't feel this need like oh I need to be in a relationship and I kind of felt like okay that's like kind of a unique thing um because a lot of my friends were in relationships or married and I was a single guy who wasn't I wasn't the sad single guy like I enjoyed my life as I and um now I enjoy it even more (laughs) (laughs) but 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 you know like you know I was I was happy like I wasn't um depressed over being single or anything like that so now i'm in this great relationship and i love my relationship but i'm not i'm not the single guy anymore mm-hmm, so it's like yeah. okay this is like a new thing right. i feel like um, there's a lot of emphasis now on like being yourself and like being able to like be an independent person yeah mm-hmm. um that like you you should be okay even if you're not in a relationship mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, yeah mm-hmm. so like i think you definitely like you you, you were comfortable mm-hmm but uh, that's also kind of like an expectation. Yeah, it was. But I mean, like, I don't know. But I, but I genuinely was comfortable, yeah, that's what I'm though. Saying. Yeah. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. like a thing I felt like I had to, like, do. I was um, just noticing um, how it, there's a status quo for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and and like, just like other things, you know, I was, you know, a theater kid. And I'm not in theater that much anymore, a lot because of COVID. Um, but also just because of time. I'm just not really in theater that much anymore. I was. Um, you know, I, I really put a lot of my sort of self-worth and identity and being sort of, um, a doubter, I guess, in my religious community. Like I, I was very, like a closeted doubter, but I feel like because I was engaging with my, with my faith in such a, a way that I, that a lot, at least I didn't perceive a lot of other people doing, it made me feel like, well, okay, I'm, I'm approaching it like in this way that's unique. Mm-hmm. And, and now... There's like this whole like you know evangelical deconstructionist movement, which is great. Um, I mean, for one, that's just not where I'm at anymore. But also, it's like, well, it's a whole movement, so it's like you know, um, everybody's kind of like on that, or a lot of people are on that path. It's definitely in the mainstream now, um, at least on TikTok. Um, <laughs> so, I, so like all these things that I've kind of moved away from. I realized that oh, I I really place my identity in a lot of those things, and so now. I'm like having to shed or like rethink, okay, what am I going to put my identity in? That's like more mm-hmm. rounded and more real and like less. 
because like all those things that I mentioned are very, I mean, for one, they're shallow, but also they're not permanent. And so now it's like, well, what am I going to do? Like, like what are things that I can like ground myself in that are not necessarily like unchanging? Because I mean, like, who knows with, you know, life can change at any time. But like, what are some more things that are grounded that give me a sense of like authentic self? And I don't know, and I don't have an answer for that. That's just things I'm working through right now. So, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Victoria? Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, it's funny because as you're talking, I was kind of thinking about back to the world a little bit, but also relevant. Like, you know, on Instagram, everybody, not everybody, but people put in their bio like wife, mom, husband, <laughs> pastor, like oh, yeah. this desire that we have <laughs> to like. Oh, I know. Husband, pastor, Dude. dad. <laughs> craft beer (laughs) (laughs) let's get real white in here come on there will be a whole patreon episode just on these instagram identifiers (laughs) stay tuned um but i was just thinking about how we like so quickly want to identify ourselves um and what you were saying like the single guy or like the closeted doubter or like all of those things it almost like that could be your instagram bio or yeah or whatever um but anywho um I think, I mean, I've pretty much said it the whole episode. Where I see it personally is that I have looked for a really long time to have my identity defined for me by other people mm. or through my work. Um, and thank God for therapy would 12 out of 10 recommend. Um, <laughs> it has really, really helped me to separate my identity from those things and recognize that like whether I'm good at something, whether someone else thinks I'm good at something, whether X, Y, Z, like it doesn't matter because that's not my sole identity. Like, yes, I, I can have some identity in, and I do in being, you know, a good fiance in being a good daughter or in being a baker or a social worker, whatever. Like it, those aren't bad things to have identity in, but knowing that I'm a person outside of those things. Um, and that I am just as worthy of <laughs> love and dignity. Like I said earlier, even if I, didn't do any of those things or if I weren't good at those things or Mm -hmm. xyz um finding that balance for me I think like you said like is something I'm still working on but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's my story (laughs) (laughs) that's good stuff oh thanks (laughs) yeah I I I remembered that actually my Instagram bio is elementary education teacher co-host a spoonful of sugar (laughs) so it's like my (laughs) identifiers right yeah. yeah and mine is like msw student um I think I say something about people and flowers or some yeah. crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're not bad things. No, it's no, just no. when you bad. find your sole identity and just that. Yeah, I got yeah. Like, just like graphic freelance designer or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she, her, I did put that on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely like a ping for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like I really identify with the, the part uh, at at the beginning where she has like this cheat sheet on her arm mm. about what a woman is mm. because she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like super much like super, super my, my experience except like how really good at the cheat sheet mm. and became a late bloomer, uh, trans mm. person. So, right. um, but yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely feel like that risk and danger that, that she has, which, which to me like really, um, we don't see it portrayed as much maybe like whenever she's like scared about whenever the men come into the bath with her, like to the river to, to bathe mm-hmm. with her and she's afraid of being like found out but we're like brushed over that with some humor mm. about how how gross men are <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. um, but like uh just this is like another identify identity thing it's all over this movie but um literally but yeah like that fear of being found out is very dangerous and i feel that mm. i really yeah. feel that mm-hmm. yeah so like i'm out in a lot of places but like i i still go out in public and like mm-hmm. passing might be like a, a good thing like am i safe in this town that i live in i don't know right mm-hmm. yeah i, I yeah. can imagine how visceral yeah that has to be yeah um especially I mean, I've known you for so long. Both of us in middle school and high school, like, a lot. I mean, we wanted to, like, be seen, but we also really wanted to blend Don't in. And do yeah. not be perceived at all. And, <laughs> do not perceive. And, like, like yeah. I just can't imagine, like, 
being trans, especially in this area, you're going to be perceived. Mm-hmm. Like, you're oh, yeah. definitely going to be perceived. Yeah. yeah, I tried that out, like, in, like, see, like, there's a whole idea of performance, like, Mulan's performance is, is, like, to, like, this, like, who's it, the lady of the house or whatever? Matchmaker? Matchmaker, matchmaker mm-hmm. yeah. She has this whole performance that she mm-hmm. does for the matchmaker, and for me, that was, like, a huge, it's, it's just, like, a performance that I have to perfect mm-hmm. of, like, being a man because um it's safe but then i actually tried to like well <laughs> i think a lot of my femininity was back in the day was i masked into artisticness mm-hmm. um and creativity because that was part of my identity too mm-hmm. um that like i would experiment with the, the clothes that i wore and like mm-hmm. definitely things that were a little more femme but like at the time i was just like well I'm an artist, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to wear, like, you know, the little more different clothes. Mm-hmm. And I got picked on for it, mm-hmm. like, immediately, immediately mm-hmm. when I went to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just dropped it and didn't come back to it for many years. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, like, what, like a decade before I colored my hair? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think I, I can imagine it had to be even more confusing because like like i guess like the more quote-unquote manly things that you did you actually like enjoy like camping like you know yeah you, you enjoy all that stuff i got really rock climbing. I mean, like if you're trying to get good at things you might eventually find interests yeah you know? mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i love rock climbing that's a very lesbian thing though to do down too so, uh, yeah, so I, do, I do like that okay cool <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah skateboarding is a very queer thing to do apparently yeah. and mm-hmm. i've always loved skateboarding yeah stuff yeah it's funny it's funny that i'm subscribing to these these performances and like identities and stuff you like what you like you like what you like there's nothing wrong you know? with that and sometimes it just feels really good to be like it's like okay i'm in this mold right now and i know it's like a, maybe a big cliche but a part of it also just kind of feels good like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think the issue with humans was they were like oh so this only means this yeah <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. You know right. it, it gets like, constricting for sure and that's like all of the things that are um like assigned to gender are mm-hmm. are crazy mm-hmm. are crazy like mm-hmm. you and me play video games quite <laughs> a bit yeah we do we <laughs> play lots of online video games and like that's kind of just a wild thing because i got to experience it because i was performing a gender but like mm-hmm. back in the day like girls did not play video games mm-hmm. oh my gosh i remember playing with a friend once and him being like and this was a friend who was like a brother but he's like dang victoria like you're gonna, you know, the, all the guys are gonna like you because you're playing video games and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I just like playing Grand Theft Auto. Like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's one of those things. Or even that with was, us, like, like you know, like you like sports, mm-hmm. and I've like become more interested in baseball just because of you. Mm-hmm. But like, even even still, like I, most sports I really couldn't care less about. Mm-hmm. But you like, but you do. You you yeah. like sports, which is great. Shout but it's just it's mama. not my yeah. my thing. Like your mom. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, your mom is like the oh. biggest sports junkie I've ever met. And a thousand percent more so than my father, more so than my brother. I'd like, say more so than my brothers. My brothers are junkies. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. that's your mom. Oh yeah. Wow, yeah. I can't wait to meet your mom. She's the best. <laughs> she's the MVP. Yeah, she, she'll know it all. But yeah, exactly. I, I will but, not have anything to say to her about sports. I'm sorry. That's okay. But. She'll talk about plenty she of other sounds, things. She just sounds fun. She oh, is. she is. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Love you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> She'll listen eventually. <laughs> okay. Okay. Want to blow off steam? Let's blow off some steam. Blow off, off steam. Questions. First question. Who is your favorite character? You go first, Izzy. My favorite character. Okay, so... Well, I have two answers. I'm That's sorry. okay. That's fine. No, Honestly, please. we're all Go about for it. Um, it's okay. One I love more mm-hmm. and is top, but I want to shout out to Shan Yu because, whoa, yeah. creepy, creepy villain. Yeah. Yes. Whoa, creepy villain. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, my actual, like, my love, my, my favorite is the grandma. Oh. <laughs> She's so good. I just love her to pieces because she's like an old little witch. <laughs> she has all of these conspiracies. She's definitely the one, like you know, like in the family that that thrives on tra- the tradition of the spirits of the family and mm. honoring the family and yeah. basically saying prayers to family. That's I think so that's true. where it comes from. Mm-hmm. But just like her, like I have blind faith in this cricket <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> I will make it across this street. Yep, and she does, and she's like, yep. <laughs> 
just totally casual. <laughs> so I told you. So true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then she immediately like she's right chaos. after Mulan leaves. She's chaos. Right after Mulan leaves, she like wakes up immediately. And yeah, it's she's like, very intuitive. Mm, she's intuitive. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that's a good one. I like yeah. That. Oh, that's I love interesting. Her. I, like I love her. Oh, she's so good. Man, I kind of want to choose my answer. Uh, I do love the grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I was going to say my favorite is actually Shen Po. Chan, I think it's Chan Po. Chan Po. I just, I, I love him. I just, I think he's, <laughs> sweet. he's sweet. just a sweet guy. <laughs> and, you know, he's not, his spirit isn't broken down by all the training. Mm. I don't know. He's just, he, he, I, I, I want to get tea with him. I don't know. He's yeah. just a great guy. You know? He's breaking the norms of masculinity he is he's just a sweet mm-hmm. guy you know sweet yeah and <laughs> i love I, and I love, I, love I, I love it when he like just kind of walks up very peacefully to like all the when they're trying to like pull mulan and and Sh- uh, shang up the up the mountain he just walks up very peacefully and just picks him up and just drags him drags him down just i also <laughs> love it whenever he uh, like before he like they saved the emperor he goes sorry your majesty and then picks him up like he just acknowledges <laughs> that I know this is not what you probably want but I have to do it to save your life yeah. <laughs> so yeah well I mean that, so I feel funny. like that's kind of a cultural thing it's like yeah it's no like definitely they, they, they are it's... thriving on honor oh mm-hmm. my goodness that society is like this is not an honorable thing right so yeah. I'm sorry yeah I'm breaking this. a lot of rules here doing yeah, this like Please don't execute me. In reality, yeah, like, like you'd be like, I would like it if you don't want to execute me for this. Yeah, (laughs) like when Mulan hugs the emperor, and they're like, "Can she she do do that?" that? (laughs) 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 But she's Mulan, so she can. (laughs) She did save all of China, and he like exactly honored her. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, favorite character. Ugh, these are always so hard for me. Um, but I'm gonna go with Mushu because I just. Love Mushu, and he's so funny, and so many good quotes, which we'll get to in a later question. Um, but he just makes the movie for me. Yeah, he's, he's the audience he's character. He's hysterical. Yeah, he's the audience character. He yeah. basically like will be there to react to all of the things that we feel, mm-hmm. and it makes yep. him very just like charming to be to to watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, favorite song. Favorite song. I mean, make a man out of you is mine. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's a bop, yeah. and I don't think I I don't think I don't have to say much about it. Yeah, because it's it's such a great song. Yeah, it's a yeah. great song. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just like a toss up between, between that one and uh, reflection, just because reflection mm-hmm. is like identify with identify with that one so deeply. Right, but also, but also. Mysterious. This the dark side of the moon. It's iconic. Let's get down to business. Oh, you just can't feel. Like, I'm already feeling. Let's go, like, country. <laughs> That's one of those that, like, if I ever do karaoke, oh. one, I would need to be intoxicated. Two, yeah. I, Disney karaoke. And three, I'll Make a Man Out of You is probably the first song that I'm oh, doing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because it's And you just... know that you're going to get, like, like uh, like crowd like crowd hype, hype and interaction Whoa. too, yep. which is like uh, it's a crowd that's, that's, that's what makes it's karaoke. a hype song. Yep, we should do more karaoke. Uh, yeah, I should... I'm down. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> someone who like watches anime all the time, I really appreciate the hype of that because like anime is like all about hype, like yeah. bringing building music. When you listen to the, like let's the, the, like be a man, let's defeat the Huns. You're just like, mm, yes, <laughs> oh, let's do it, yeah, like, like as a kid, probably gave us gave you a little bit too much energy, oh, you know, yeah. like, like you were packed, and like your parents were like, whoa, now let's watch the rest of the movie, yeah, let's calm it down. I also love the like part where it's like each of them singing i'm never gonna catch my breath yeah. say goodbye to those who knew me and then they just like so go back good. and forth with their voices it's so good. and i love doing that it's yeah. just so fun it's like good. That's, that's like the like the the stereotypical um musical mm-hmm. song but i love it it's oh so i love i love it when I there's love, like 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 a, like a we're, we're gonna check in on all the characters and give them like a quick little different yep different uh movie but like and I, I love that we don't talk about bruno is getting like such love because the ensemble songs i love like they're always my favorite and a musical and they just they hardly ever get love but we don't talk about bruno is such an ensemble song mm. and people know all the words here's a hint at what our next podcast episode is <laughs> oh <laughs> you guys should you guys are doing it but we haven't put one on that one that was like shh 
We don't talk about it. If we're not going to mention it in the house show, we're not going to talk about it. We don't talk about <laughs> Except Victoria can talk about it for six days straight, probably. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to hit that episode like a train. Yep. Yep. Mm. Ugh. But, yeah. Okay, so I'll make a man out of you. Top notch. Yeah. Definitely. It's really Reflection. I would say like. I identify with more. Like I'm, I'm more emotionally connected. But. Yes. But. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you guys. Yep. I feel like if I had to make like a. Maybe not necessarily like my personal top five Disney songs. But if I had to like think. Okay. What would I think is like sort of like the general top five Disney songs. And I, I guess my own opinion would come into it a little bit. But like make a man out of you. Like. Mm-hmm. Would, ha- would have to be up there. Oh yeah, Come on. yeah. Top five. At least. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Last question. Yes. What is your favorite quote? I don't know if this is my favorite because honestly, I could quote almost the whole movie. But one that I thought of, and the reason I thought of this question was earlier when we were talking about them being in the river, um, or wherever they're bathing. And Mushu comes out after he bites them. He's like, I don't know, but I ain't biting no more butts. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's been stuck in my head. Yeah. So Brushing that's his little little teeth. <laughs> his little teeth with yeah. this giant toothbrush. I also like so later on in that scene is when they ride the they, they disguise themselves as that soldier and they're riding a panda. Just <sighs> shout out to that panda who's just straight vibing. <laughs> <laughs> That should be our cover photo for this one. <laughs> it's the panda. <laughs> yeah, but for real, like that panda's just like, you just eating. And then it's like, all right, I'm going to go in a tree now. Can I just, just climb this tree? <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine with everything happening. Yeah. yeah. Totally fine. Yeah, for sure. Um, so good. I don't know if this is one I was thinking of, but I know one that like always gets me. I mean, one of the lines funny, but I think just, like, the energy and, like, the emotion behind it is just, like, is also so good. It's when, like, you know, after uh, Mulan's been revealed and, like, they're all talking and the rest of them have gone back to the the city. And um, the Mushu's, like, like, to the cricket, he's like, what? You're not lucky? And then he goes, well, what are you, a sheep? Like, to the horse. (laughs) And just, like, that, like... Like, uh, wait, what, what What? the heck's going on? Like, yeah. everything I know is wrong. <laughs> I love that moment because, like, that because, like, for a while, the traveling companions are Mulan, the horse, mm-hmm. uh, Mushu, and uh, the cricket. Is like, out of the four of them, that's the only one that's, like, just, like, I got nothing to hide. I'm just a horse, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just a horse, and I'm doing the best I can at it, and you know what? It's going great. Yep. It's going it's great. It's going great. I'm, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you, a sheep? Like, I don't know. What's it to you? I don't know. Maybe, I don't, <laughs> what are you, I don't a care. sheep? <laughs> <laughs> a horse. <laughs> um, anyway. Your quote. quote. Oh, goodness. I didn't think of one. Oh. <laughs> There was like, um, I remember there being an inspirational moment whenever they're like, like, uh, deciding whether or not to go into China to try to save anybody because they see the Huns. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, right before that, it's like whenever like she's de- dejected for being found out as a woman, mm-hmm. and like she's turned away. Mushu actually gives an inspirational line, but I can't remember what it is. I'm trying to think. It's like no, I know what you're talking it's, about. It's sort of like well. You know, yeah, it's okay. Ah, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, or I know the spot you're talking yeah. about. But that's I like can't. a different kind of quote, kind of feeling though, because mm-hmm. like usually the like the performer me wants to say one that like just like sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would I would also say <laughs> like what are you? <laughs> Your worst nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah. I do love that one. <laughs> That's, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make that one my answer. And I okay. love it. I love I it like also. It. Like right after that, when she's like, "Ready, Mushu," and he's like, "I'm ready, baby." <laughs> <laughs> like he's just so hype. I love it. Well, thanks for coming on, Izzy. Yes, of course. I love you. Like again, I love you too. I'm just so glad to be able to <laughs> yeah. just like hang out and talk about Disney movies because like so great. we wouldn't have this like intricate of a conversation if it weren't for it so, so yeah true. for sure <laughs> fun times <laughs> hey this podcast it's fun it's, it's a good time, time. <laughs> it's a good time yeah 
Um, it really is like a lot. I mean, it's fun with just me and Victoria, but it's like always a lot more fun. When there's like a third person, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at least for me, it is. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be starting soon um, a YouTube channel about doing gaming stuff as a queer person and also a neurodivergent person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be called uh, Izzy Games. That's I-Z-Z-I-E and Games G-A-Y-M-E-S. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so going to be really fun. That's going to be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Check her out. Check her out. Thank you for listening to Spoonful of Sugar. Join us next time as we use Encanto to talk about expectations. See you next time. Bye.